Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. This podcast will teach you how to get healthy and remain that way naturally. Well, how are you doing, listener? Thank you for joining us for this episode of Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. My name's Aaron. I'm the co-host here. Dr. Banning is is here with me, sitting right across from me in the studio. Welcome, Dr. Banning. Hey, good to be here. You doing okay? I'm doing great, man. How about you? I'm doing good. You just flew in from Texas, and boy, are your arms tired. Yes, they are. (laughs) I'm having to uh, just relax them. How was Texas? Oh, it was great. We had a good time. Uh, It was really short. Uh... You know, for those of our listeners out there, um, I'm always, um, I try to share a lot of my life experience with my patients because, uh, you know, I'm a chiropractor. Actually, uh, I actually went out to Dallas to get a consultation to see if I needed surgery on my lower back. Um, well, that's interesting because a lot of times I've heard you talk about surgery is not the answer. It isn't. Um you know, one day I came up to the office. I'm like, Lord, why do I have this lower back pain? Why do you give me stuff that messes with my head? I mean, I'm <laughs> supposed to be perfect, right? Yeah. I'm supposed to have perfect health, including my back. I should not have any back pain. I'm a chiropractor. Yes. And so, you know, he reminded me very quickly, Chris, if you did not have lower back pain when you were in high school, you wouldn't have been a chiropractor because that's what first How introduced me to it. And so if I would have, and he knew the timing. Um, he knew everything, and so if I would have had it in college when I was studying for something else, yeah, I'd been like, you know. So anyhow, yeah, I've had it most of my life, and um, you know, my my hero so, of the faith, um, Paul the apostle, uh-huh. he even had a thorn in his side, and he he was you know he was he, he's like the New Testament version of David to me. He once he once he got on board with God, he was all on board with God. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, you know, I tell a lot of my patients, the ugly's coming. It's coming for everybody. Yeah. Everybody. And so, um, you know, one thing is really important is to have that big question settled with our Lord and Savior. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we weren't headed. We didn't plan on going this direction. No, we didn't, but, did we? But, but I love that we ended up there. Yeah. Today, we're, well, see, last episode. Let me start there. Well, we can do the the back thing in my my health experience. Yeah. Uh, we can do that on a later date. I would love to do that because you could go to specialists and you can get so many different opinions, and it will scare you to death. But uh, you know, I had one guy tell me I needed to have three vertebra fuse, and I ran three. I, I, I think uh, fusing one is bad enough. <laughs> well, yeah, and most surgeons will tell you uh, fusion is not a good option if you can at all avoid it. And so um, I ended up going to one of the top ten surgeons in the world. And I'll, I'll just go over my visit on a later podcast. But I want people to be able to find good doctors. Find doctors that are truthful, that will treat you like their family, that will give you good advice that aren't trying to, you know, hustle a buck or trying to get somebody in the operating room to cover the hospital's expenses and everybody else's expenses. Yeah. But, uh, anyhow. Do you mind? Can we go ahead and talk about that a little bit? Because when I'm, I when I'm I heard, not 100% prepared to talk about it, but I'll, I will definitely share. share just kind of give yeah. – uh, and you and I have talked about this since you've returned. The fact is you're not a doctor that says don't go – now, or you're not a doctor. You're not a back. You're, you're not a chiropractor that says don't go to doctors. There are some of those out there. I've heard them talk about it. You have your belief is 
there are certain things you treat well. There's certain things right uh, that that are above what a chiropractor uh, can do. Am I correct in that? Exactly. Well, see, this is what happens as you work and you practice and you've done it for so many years. You learn to recognize, hey, that's my bread and butter right there. What I mean by bread and butter is I can get this patient better. I can satisfy them. I can make them happy, and then they refer more more business. And then you'll see something that's like, man, I don't know about this right here. You know, it's like a 50-50 situation. I'll, I'll have to sit down and tell the patient, hey, you know, um, would it make you happy if, if, if I could only promise you 50% results? And they'll either say yes or they'll say no. Um, but, you know, when you're not getting results for a long period of time and you've tried everything, but you haven't tried chiropractic, mm-hmm. uh, that's always a great choice. Um, and one of the sayings that, that, that I say, and I, th- I think I had a mentor that shared this to me, you haven't tried everything until you've tried chiropractic. True. And so um, I wouldn't necessarily put anything above anything else, but what happens, too, is if all you have is a hammer, then everything that looks like a nail mm-hmm. Comes into your office, you're going to hammer that nail, and there's a lot of doctors like that. Yeah, and I'll tell you, there's some people that will mentally get in their head that they need surgery. I need surgery. I need back surgery. And they go to the doctor, and the doctor's just like, "Yeah, you need surgery. Let's do it." Oh, sure they do. Yeah, and they might have a problem with their foot. They might have a problem with their hip, and um, you know, so it's 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 very difficult to find a good doctor or good doctors or specialists. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, that was part of my story is I I had consulted with several surgeons just over the years, four different ones that I thought were really good. And then I ended up hearing about Tiger Woods and, you know, how he had been bedridden for so long. And uh, he had had multiple surgeries. And he came out of retirement. Guess why? Because there was a surgeon that did surgery on his back, that knew what to do, and he's now golfing, and he's doing great. And the reason I think that's such an important thing is because this surgeon did not need any public awareness. He had all his patients. He was one of the top ten surgeons in the world. And Tiger's one of the best golfers of all time. But guess what? Two incredibly professional and Experts in their field, tops in the world, came together. And the surgeon didn't have to take it. He didn't need it. And Tiger was like, I got to have this. And the surgery was done, and he is just doing fantastic. And when I saw that, I said, hey, I need to talk to this guy. So I ended up flying out to Dallas and talking to him. And uh, it was very, very well worth the time. That's awesome. So knowledge, the right kind of knowledge knowing what questions to ask and getting the right answers is so critical in resolving conditions, you know, yeah. like back problems. Or is it coming from my foot? Is it coming from my hip? You know, and so we're getting those answers. But uh, I've, I've been to surgeons where they ordered a, a an inferior quality image and they go ahead and say, hey, three fusions, that's what you need. Yeah. And you're like, wait a second now. <laughs> You didn't use the best imaging device. And, and so the other thing that happened, too, is the, the surgeon that I spoke with, um, Dr. Geyer, he's at Texas Back Institute. A lot of these surgeons, they look at the imaging 
in terms of how a surgeon would look at it. A radiologist looks at it just how radiologists, they're two different viewpoints. Exactly. And yeah. so when he, the, the, the surgeon's looking at it, he's like, man, I see that's compressed. I see you got you know, close to bone on bone. But when I look at that nerve, it looks good. Your spinal canal is wide open. So he already has an idea of what it's going to look like when he gets in there and how bad it's going to be. And he's just like, you know, I, I don't think you need surgery. Did he really? Yeah. And and some of the stuff he was telling me, I already knew. But so we had to end up, uh, you know, because of the foot pain on both feet and the numbness that was going up, in, not quite into my calves. Um, you know, there's a couple of things we need to rule out. Tarsal tunnel syndrome, uh, Dupertens contracture, and plantar fasciitis. And uh, so we do an EMG. An EMG is going to specifically find out which nerves are degenerating and not functioning and creating a lot of the pain and, and so forth. And then once we get there, um, what they'll do with the EMG is they'll, they'll, they'll say, okay, well, this conduction study here, you know, above the knee from the back to the knee is good, but from the knee through the ankle is not good. All right. So let's do it through the ankle. Oh, we got a We got a diseased nerve that's inside the ankle. Okay. Everything before that from the back is good. So then, we can start focusing on an ankle specialist and, uh, you know, work on that work, work that way. But, you know, doctors don't cooperate with one another in today's day. They don't know, they don't read all the stuff unless you're a patient and you're well-informed. And that's what's so important. You yeah. gotta be well-informed. Yeah. So one of the things I, I, I really like to do with some of my patients, most of our patients who get in here, get fantastic results. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things that I would like to do is consult them and help them find a good surgeon that will take good care of them. And if they can't help them, you know, move on to something else like a hand specialist or something. You know, I, I absolutely that that's what to me what sets you apart from every other chiropractor I've ever seen. And and I love that. I think that says a lot about you as a person uh, and a lot about you as a doctor. And I'm I'm thrilled to know that I'm personally under your care. So I just wanted to share that part. You know, it's, it's, it's just always been my nature to help people out. And, you know, it scares me if I can't get somebody well. Like a lot of older people, you can get some results, but sometimes it's not as satisfactory as you'd like. And so you're wondering, oh, man, where are they going? I hope they don't get hooked on drugs. I hope, you know, if they do have a procedure, they got a surgeon that's very conservative you know, that kind of thing. Cause there's so many places you can go just the average ordinary local hospital in and get a very average yeah. procedure done. Yeah. And that's you know? scary to me. It is. Okay. Well that brings us to our topic day jour today. Last episode, we talked about what to expect when you first walk through the doors of white house chiropractic, uh, and, and wellness this week, we're going to talk about that second visit. What, what's going to go on when they come back for their second visit with you, Dr. Banning. Okay, so on the day two, um, I'll sit down with them and just say, hey, listen, before I get started, I want to make sure there's no miscommunication or there was no um, misunderstanding between what you told me and what I wrote down. And I'll, I'll say a little joke. I am left-handed, and I have horrible writing. So, so what I'll do is I'll, I'll review that whole process, and I'll write down. I'll jot down the highlights. And so I'll review that with them. And then at the end, I always... Um, when I'm reviewing everything, um, I always say, you know, and, and your commitment level was a 10 out of 10 to get rid of this problem. Their, their desire, yes. Okay. 
And then from there, I'll just say, hey, you know, I'll reassure them that, hey, you're in a good place. You know, we've had patients with similar complaints that have gotten good results. Um, you know, but right now, I don't know how your body's going to respond. But the good news is, is uh, you know, this is a good place to be. And you have a condition that can respond to what we do here. So the not so good news is I'm going to show you what's causing your problems. And you probably already know that you had some things going on. And so when we get to the x-rays, I'll show you what normal is and I'll show you your spine and then I'll show you what's working in your spine and I'll show you what's not working causing your problems and usually it's it's arthritis it's an area that's stuck and not moving and then I'll 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 put them in a phase chart you know a level of degeneration you know if yeah. they've got a loss of curve or how many levels are degenerated and then usually the more degeneration a patient has the more arthritis they have the more challenging it's going to be to get them the results that they want. And so we set the care plan up, tailor it to that. Okay. To um, me, and that was the most interesting part of, of my visit, when you set up the, the x-rays and you showed me, you know, you had a a good spine, and then you put mine over top of it. And to, to me, that was very interesting. And you know, I got that from the uh, Young Frankenstein movie. <laughs> Remember when they were showing the pickled brains? That's Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yes, they were showing pickled brains. Yes. In jars. And uh, they said this one was normal. Yep. This one is Abby normal. Abby normal. So I thought, you know, that'd be great to put my day to. <laughs> no, I just. I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's Frankenstein. Okay. okay. So anyway, let's get back to day two. Um, yeah, so, uh, and then I'll just go through it, and then we do a motion study that not very many offices do this. I, I'm with a group of chiropractors that actually evaluate motion of the spine, so we're able to put a template up there. You know, I don't know if your mom ever did sewing or anything like that, but a template is basically a pattern of what a dress or something should look mm -hmm. like, and you can compare it to something that's not normal. And so we'll get that template up there, and we'll compare it to their spine, whether it's moving or not, it's basically a template off of their neutral picture. And so we can visually demonstrate what the problem is. So the patient actually gets to see the segment that's not moving. They get to see mm -hmm. the area that's stuck. And usually the area that's stuck is the one that's got arthritis in it. And it hasn't moved for years. And um, it's setting them up for degeneration, muscle atrophy, scar tissue, um, nerve compression, that kind of thing. And so... We show them that's where their problem is. And then uh, from there, I tie their problem with, in with how it'll make them feel. Mm -hmm. And so I've got a, I've got a board. I, I, I call it the board of your nervous system. And so it's got little buttons that you can push that correspond to the different bones in your spine. There's 24 bones, and each bone has a nerve that comes out and goes to different parts of the body. And so we'll show them their areas that are stuck and not moving on the x-ray, and then we'll tie in those areas, and we'll, we'll plug them in to this um board be like oh my goodness okay well that's that's why i'm getting my neck pain and my shoulder pain and my hand yeah pain because that's at c5 and six and those nerves go down there or that's where my headaches are coming from that makes sense mm -hmm. and then you know we'll go into t5 and t4 between the shoulders you know where they have their middle back pain i'll say hey this is where you're getting your indigestion heartburn from yeah okay and sometimes we can give them supplements that'll help with that but uh we get that area cleared up, their indigestion, heartburn gets better. Their swallowing works better. Their breathing works better. And then we go down to the lower back, and it's like, see that nerve? That comes out and goes in the hips, legs, feet, and toes. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. No one's ever showed that to me. And so I spend the time to go over that with them so they understand it. And then from there, we tie in how they got that way. How did, how did, they're like, how did I get this way? How did my bone just go out of place on me and I get all these problems? And so we'll sit down and review um, just life, the traumas of life. We're in a gravity, weight-bearing environment. And so, you know, if they're, if they're an older, you know, they'll forget a lot of their traumas. Hey, you got any grandkids? Oh, yeah. You ever watch them learn to ride a bike? Oh, gosh, that's a wreck, yeah. Yeah. You ever watch them fall down the stairs? Yep. Yeah. You ever watch them faceplant? Yep. Remember that accident we talked about that you had, you know, when you fell off the ladder or, you know, you fell down the stairs? Yep. Okay, so what that does is it'll, it can push the bones around. Now, when we've got the tissues that hold those bones together, um, the fibers can get pushed around. Now, sometimes you can have a trauma that's good enough that'll actually cause the fibers to tear. And when the fibers tear, your body has to repair that. And what it'll do is it'll lay down scar tissue. And scar tissue is what makes people chronic. You've seen people with the forward head posture. Mm-hmm. Often, you know, yeah, I notice Where they're stuff. leaning down. That's scar tissue. They can't move. And that's what keeps things from moving. That's also what creates a lot of problems. And so with what we do with the chiropractic care is we adjust the spine, get things moving. We work on breaking down that scar tissue so scar tissue can repair and make it stronger and make it a better support system for better posture. And so from there, I just usually give them my recommendations on what we need to, get to correct it. And they're usually on board. They usually understand everything. I've never had anybody, after I'll ask them, I'll say, okay, do you understand this? Does this make sense? If they have a question, I'll review it with them and just everybody understands it because it's just so simple. Yeah. It's not rocket science. Right. And then we give them the recommendations. And, uh, you know, just like every, everything takes time, every process takes time and has order to it. Um, you know, and when we, when we evaluate what level of arthritis they have in their spine, we try to get them to understand, well, you know what? I didn't have this symptom until two weeks ago. So my problem started two weeks ago, right? Oh yeah. Well, (laughs) let's talk about Arthur here. Let's talk about this. This process takes about 15 years. Anytime you see a thin disc or arthritis in a joint, you can tie it to a process about 15, that's about 15 to 20 years old. Okay. So most people come into me with unresolved trauma, car accidents, things like that, lifting accidents. And they, the symptom didn't show up until the last maybe month or so. And so they think the problem, they tie that in with when the symptom showed up. And that's a whole nother discussion, symptoms. But then once they understand, hey, this, you've had this problem for a while. It's like the guy that had a heart attack and he thinks, wow, well, yesterday I felt great. And then they look at the placking in their arteries and that's, they understand that, that took a long time to take place. Same thing with your spine. Okay. Those injuries are in there. They're recorded. And um, so uh, from there, we just make recommendations. Uh, the first phase we work with is what I call mobility phase and reducing inflammation phase. And we get the bones moving. Um, we work on breaking up the scar tissue and reducing inflammation. And after the first phase, they'll notice, hey, you know what? My range of motion is so much better. And not only that, my pain is diminished. And we'll sit down and do a progress evaluation after that first phase. And they need to be doing better. I need to see something that's indicating that their body's responding to the care. And then we put them in the second phase. The second phase is where now that we've got things moving, remember we talked about the process and the order. 
Now we work on strengthening things. Because a lot of times people are like, well, I can't move my neck very well. Maybe I should do some neck exercises. No. Hmm. That can aggravate it many times. Oh, wow. I, so it, once you get cool. the mobility going, and the, see, if you have a bone that's not even moving in your neck and you try to do exercises with it, you're not going to do anything for that bone that's stuck and not moving. Right. You know, so it's important to get that bone moving. We demonstrate at the end of their care plan. See that bone? When we first took these x-rays, it was not moving. You see that? Now it's moving. Voila. Yeah. You know, and so we're actually getting to the cause of the problem. And so the, the phase where we work with strengthening is critical because now that we've broken up some of the scar tissue, we got the bones to move. We want to work on strengthening it, realigning the tissue, because when you get a bone that's stuck and not moving or out of place, all the tissues are distorted around it. Okay. You know, yeah. you know, when the person says, oh, maybe it's muscle. Yeah, it's muscle. It's ligament. It's disc. It's bone. It's everything. You know, everything is, is woven together. There's nothing that's out in a vacuum. Yeah. It's all tied into your body. And so, so then from there, um, we'll go over the, uh, you know, the, the strengthening program. And what I tell patients is this, when you first come in here, most of the stuff we have is passive. You're not playing an active role, but in the strengthening phase, I tell them, I said, Hey, if you don't, you don't work and get, get the exercise that we follow through with here, you're not going to be as good as you could be. And then not only that, when we're done, you need to work on doing this for the rest of your life because the ugly's coming. I've heard you know, that. I've heard you say that many times. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's coming for all of us, and and most of it has to do with Arthur, oh, and wear and tear, and old traumas and scar tissue. Arthur and, is Mister Ritus. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, and that's where we get into maintenance at the end, you know. And maintenance is really critical. There's so many things you can do if you if you if you work on somebody over a long period of time, and you you develop habits over a long period of time. That's like money in the bank. It's like interest, compounding interest. And a lot of people, they haven't invested in their health. They, they've they got a lot of work that they need to do and catching up, and we help them with that too. But the people that come in on a regular basis for maintenance care are so easy to take care of. They're so active. They're doing the things that they want to do. Whereas the people that come in for, you know, occasionally acute care or, ouch, this hurts, as they get older, their lifestyle just doesn't work. Yeah. And so, you know, that's kind of, how the day two works. Well, that's it. That's interesting. I've been through it. So I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I have a, I kind of have a, a confession to make that, that board you were talking about with the buttons when, when I'm in your waiting and when I'm waiting for you to come into the office, yeah. a lot of times I play with that board. That's why I like it. Cause patients look at it and they can learn, you know, <laughs> I go over there and push the buttons and see how many I can light up. At yeah. once. I don't know if it ever breaks, you're probably going to blame me, but uh, I'm telling you so many people just push my buttons. It gets, <laughs> Oh, just wears me out. That brings to mind another conversation. Yeah. <laughs> well, this this has been eye opening, and hopefully that th- this conversation we've had will kind of calm the nerves of somebody who doesn't uh, know what to expect when they come in. And it would me. I was. I don't know if you remember this before, but I had a bad chiropractic experience before I, I came to see you, and it was years before, and it kind of spoiled me on it. You know, I went to see a chiropractor who tried to sell me a package, who tried to sell me, but the first visit. All of this, it was going to be thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, he never actually said what I went in to see him. He never, he never addressed the original problem that I went in to see him. That's one thing that, that I love about White House chiropractic. It's such a, 
it's just I feel at home here. I feel comfortable. Um, and I, I can't say enough good about it. It's fantastic. Awesome. Anyway, listener, if you're interested, if you've uh, if you've thought about it and you, you want to come in and see Dr. Banning, um, give us a call. Call the office at area code 615-672-7878. And Dr. Banning has a very special price for those uh, people who hear about it here on this podcast. He, he's got a special deal, actually. Well, I can't offer that to Medicare patients. Yeah, we talk about that yeah. some. Yeah. yeah. So everybody but, but Medicare patients gets a, a special deal. So mention that you heard about it on the podcast when you come in. And if you don't live in the Middle Tennessee area and you are uh, you want to find out maybe if there's a chiropractor in your area, uh, go to our website, which is whitehousechiropractic.com, and there's a contact page on there. There's also an Ask the Doctor page. Either one of those will work, but uh, go ahead and fill out the contact page. We'll either answer your question here online or on, uh, on the podcast, or we'll respond via email one way or another. We'll get back to you. Dr. Benning, you have anything else? Uh, not that I can think of. I'm okay. Sh- so, Excellent. Thank you for sharing with us today, and thank you for being here. Listener, come back next week. We'll have an all-new episode for you. Thank you so much for listening. Take care.